Dudes and Dads podcast, a show dedicated to helping men be better dudes and dads by building community through meaningful conversation and storytelling. And now, here are your hosts, Joel DeMott and Andy Lehman. Welcome back, guys. It is episode nine of the Dudes and Dads podcast. Joel, you have been out of the country for the last week and you just got back and are sitting down and we're going to do a show. So welcome back. Thanks so much. It's good to be back here. I was in the beautiful country of Jamaica for eight days and I'm happy to report I'm down two pounds. Sweet. Well, welcome back and leaving those two pounds in Jamaica. I ate well. I just, I, I sweat, apparently sweat most of it off. So uh, yeah, you're looking at, you're looking at a, a thinner and a more tropical uh, Joel. You look tropical. Let me just say, you look tropical, Joel. I tan so well. Oh, the bright sheen off my forehead has almost gone away. <laughs> Anyways, well, welcome back. We want to uh, welcome you guys. We want to thank, uh, first off on this show, Avad Chiropractic and Thrive Leadership for the use of the studio space while we're here uh, in our Dudes and Dads podcast studio. We use uh, their building and we want to thank them for the use of, of their studio space, um, as well as we want to thank also you, the listener, because you provide us with the funds to keep this show on the air. So if you want to find out more about that, dudesanddadspodcast.com slash support. You know, uh, Andy, I was just thinking about all the good and all the good people that have uh, given us show ideas and we're still processing some of that because there's a lot of good ideas out there. We want to say thanks for that. Um, I know I've often thought, even uh, a vodka chiropractic here, you know, we should we should like do something like a corporate sponsorship where it's like the Avad chiropractic studios, right? You know, <laughs> it's unlike unlike uh, you know, like you get the corporate sponsorships with stadiums and things like that these days. Uh, the Browns just recently, by God's good grace, did get a corporate sponsorship because they were just the Brown Stadium for so long because nobody wanted to put their name on that right. place. It was the factory of sadness. <laughs> Uh, so, but yeah, we, uh, we're grateful for uh, just the, so many people that contribute to this. It's just a growing community. We hear more and more, uh, we've, we've gotten feedback from people who want to like give us free stuff to give away Andy. Like so the sign that's right behind you. For there. instant. Oh, can we, there, those are your, podcast. Those are you who are watching YouTube. Ooh, yeah. Uh, also we have a YouTube channel, so it's a uh, dudes and dads podcast. Um, perfect. Yeah. yeah. So just, uh, we're grateful. We feel like really surrounded by a lot of support and that's a fun time. And, uh, we've got uh, future giveaways and things, uh, for people that have reached out and said, Hey, I would love it to donate this, this, or this. So, uh, more goodness to come for sure. Definitely. Well, tonight we wanted to have on the show. Um, we have our friend of the show who actually from the very beginning said like, you have to have me in studio and we're like, absolutely. You are coming. <laughs> not you, no, not, not in like a selfish way. He's just like, <laughs> like I want to, I want to spend some time with my friends. Right. right. I get it. I get right. it. Yeah. So yeah, we, we, we wanted to, to uh, bring Joe on and I'm apologizing ahead of time because I know throughout the night, I'm going to say Joe when I mean Joel. I'm going to say Joel when I mean Joe. It just. We'll just go with your eye those, contact. Right. Whoever you're looking deeply it's, into, it's, <laughs> like deeply into my soul, that's who you're speaking to. <laughs> right. So any, anyways, now that you got me laughing, um, we want to welcome uh, Joe Miller with us here. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. Yes. It's going to be a great time. Good evening. Uh, so I've had the pleasure of spending uh, really eight days in Jamaica with, uh, with Joe Miller. And let me just tell you, uh, it's good to have 
someone like Joe around when you are in a foreign country and you don't know what in the world is going on. <laughs> uh, so let me just give a little context. Uh, what we did is, uh, as you guys know, I'm a youth and young adult pastor. So I had a high school group, 32 persons all said and done. That's a lot of people to take. It's a lot of people. It's particularly in this day and age, it's a lot of people when you have a lot of minors with you and you as a non-parent are transporting them internationally. It turns out that's a slightly suspicious thing to do. Though, though when they see a group of 32 of you, they're like, okay, this seems, this seems legit. But we, we were, we were going through immigration in Jamaica and one of the kids comes over and taps me on the shoulder and goes, Hey, uh, the, uh, the officer wants to know how many people are in our group. I said 32. So she like goes back to the little booth thing and says 32. And I see the look on her, on the, on the <laughs> officer's face. Like, why in the world are you bringing 32 people through this here? What kind of, what kind of special crazy are you? Uh, but no, we went on a, uh, Clinton frame high school ministry. We went on, we were down there for eight days, all said and done, um, on a service project where we did a number of really, really great things, uh, visited, um, some schools, uh, we, and we partnered with Jamaica relief ministries where Joe, as we're going to find out here soon, where, where Joe works as a missionary. Um, but, uh, built some how we'd build a house, our high school students. That's awesome. They, they build a house, Andy, they climbed on roofs. They hammered and things. No one died and or no got one, hurt no anything. one got injured. I got a few, I got a, I got a splinter. That was the extent of my uh, injuries, but don't worry. We had a first aid kit readily available. Awesome. So, but yeah, we did a number of great things, visited a lot of great places. And what I love so much about it was we didn't see vacation land, Jamaica. We saw Montego Bay, Jamaica, Jamaica. We saw right. the country and we met the people and we got to experience just some life on life stuff that I think was just so powerful for not only myself and my, uh, my volunteer leaders, but also for our students. So, uh, the experience not to uh, take away from the excitement of this, this, uh, interview, but the experience on our end was just fantastic. So, um, this is, that's my little commercial for Jamaica relief ministries and the mission trip that we were on. Um, but we do have Joe here in studio, and we're so grateful to have him along. And so, thank you again, Joe. And uh, I just want to begin, as we often do. You know, this show is so much about sharing the life of our friends with the people that are, are listening. And um, so, I think you know, uh, as the great song in the Sound of Music once said, <laughs> "Let's start at the very beginning." It's a very good place. Thank to Thank you so yes. much. You got <laughs> yes, it. Yes. Well done. Andy does know his musicals. Uh, so, Joe, take us back uh, to early life uh, for you, uh, childhood, your upbringing, and um, we're just going to kind of go on the journey of your life uh, up till now and what you're doing at JRM and your recent amazing entry into fatherhood and all Prepare that. Prepare thyself. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Gird thy loins. Uh <laughs> So yeah, start us at the sort of at the beginning or as far back as you want to go, and then we'll we'll work our way through. All right. Well, uh, back in the late sixties. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that old. No. Come on, uh, buddy. So I was born and raised Amish, um, and for those of you that aren't aware of the Amish culture or lifestyle, uh, that meant being born and raised in a household with no electricity, uh, no TVs, no cell phones back in the day. Um, and just growing up a lot more primitive than what people grow up nowadays. Horse and buggy. And horse and buggy. That's yep. right. So uh, grew up on a farm. We had all kinds of livestock. And uh, yeah, we just uh, 
we went to uh, a public school um, and uh, we were about 16 or so when we when I decided that um, that might not be the lifestyle that I'll choose um, for the rest of my life and decided to venture out a little bit and uh, kind of went polar opposite of the way that I grew up and kind of became that rebel child, I guess you could say, and got involved with, um, some things I might not have, or might not have, might should have not have gotten involved mm -hmm. in, um, and hung out with the wrong crowd and got myself in a little bit of trouble. Um, but a twist in the story back in 2014, when I came to Christ, um, over in a very small church called, um, Grace Community Church. Actually, it's a very big church <laughs> uh, outside, of, outside of town here in Goshen. Um, but uh, Pastor Jim brought me to the Lord and uh, radically changed my life for mm -hmm. forever. Yeah. Um, so from that transition, um, we wanted to find some uh, church that is a little bit smaller because it's something that, um, I mean, you won't see an Amish church with thousands of people in the congregation, but um, so I wanted to find something a little bit smaller, more intimate, because that's kind of what we grew up with. Sure. And uh, we made a list, believe it or not. My wife and I sat down, we made a list, and uh, we were like, okay, we're going to go church shopping, and which stinks, by the way. Yeah, that's and, a rough. Uh, it's a rough. Yeah. <laughs> it is a rough life. It's a rough life. Yeah. yeah. So um, Clinton Frame was not on that list. And uh, so we mutually came across Clinton frame and we're like, all right, we're going to go check this out. And like I said, it wasn't on the list, but we came, uh, the first Sunday we fell in love and we never went anywhere else. And so Clinton frame was, um, right at the time when revive Indiana was mm -hmm. in Northern Indiana here in Goshen and through revive Indiana, through like a lot of the people, the key people here at Clinton frame, um, my spiritual life um, did a complete 360 or 180, 360. We'll say 180. We'll say 180. <laughs> 180. Got it. Yep. Um, and uh, I haven't really looked back since. Um, we started going to church on a regular basis. We met a lot of cool people at church, and uh, one thing led to another. Uh, we got baptized. We got married, the whole nine. And uh, <laughs> just like well, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And back in, uh, it was two years ago, a year and a half ago, no, two years ago, there was a hurricane coming down through the Caribbean. And my wife, who had been a former auntie or a nanny, I guess mm -hmm. as you call them here sure. in the States, um, had been a former nanny of Jamaica Relief Ministries, mm -hmm. had come back a, a year after she had come back. We met and um, long story short, we got married. So she was actually keeping tabs of the mission staff down there. Just, hey, is everybody all right? You know, with the hurricane coming through and stuff. And uh, found out that they were looking for an outreach director or some a couple to fulfill that position. And uh, so after a little while, a few short months, we uh, felt God's calling in that. And uh, yeah, here we are. Awesome. So, now, when you came to to faith in Christ where you, you guys were not married at that point, but you guys were dating still. So I actually, I met my wife right at the time of, um, of revive Indiana. Okay. I had come to Christ, um, on December 10th of 2014, which the, uh, January of 2015 is when revive Indiana first started at Maple city. And, uh, so I had met my wife, um, during that time, but we never really, uh, talked to each other. 
And she says that she doesn't remember meeting me, but I think it's all a lie. It's all a big lie. Well, she's still playing hard to get even after <laughs> even after being married to you. Wow. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we were dating at that time. And um, we just, uh, I remember very specifically Jim, uh, Jim Pastor Jim Brown was saying that um, if you um, are looking for um, your spouse, or you're looking for a significant other, you know, just focus on the Lord, run as fast as you can towards the Lord. And if you look right or left and see someone running just as fast as you are, then maybe you're meant to be. Mm. Um, so that's something that I've always kind of kept in the back of my mind. And that's kind of how it happened because we met in church and she was just on fire for the Lord as I was. And uh, yeah, it was a good thing. So, And Andrea, I mean, Andrea's faith background is it's a, a parallel stream, I guess you would say, but it, yeah. it was, it was slightly yeah. different as yeah. well. And Andrea, by the way, is my wife. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I figured I'd clarify that. Fantastic. Yes. Um, yes. So Andrea actually born and raised in Hartville, Ohio, which is a small Mennonite community in the uh, Akron Canton area. And she had served as an auntie slash nanny, um, for a organization called New Horizons Ministries in Colorado. Um, so out there for, uh, I think about a year, and then came back and had moved down to Jamaica to serve as an auntie down there for 18 months. And during the time that she was down there, um, her parents actually signed up to become house parents with New Horizons out in Colorado okay. and had rented out their house. So when Andrea came back from her term, she didn't, she couldn't go back home because they had rented out yeah. their house. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry, no sorry, we rented out your house. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. No home to go back to. <laughs> yeah. So she had a brother who had married a girl from Elkhart. And so she had moved into his basement and, um, started coming to Grace Community Church and that's mm -hmm. how we met. We, uh, I was on the tech team over there. And so my theory is she seen me on the tech team and so therefore she wanted to be on the tech team because that's kind of- Well played. So, well yeah, played, we'll Andrea. Just, we'll just go. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. And you know, what I, what I think is really, really amazing is that, you know, Andrea had all this, uh, you know, think about it now, like she had all this experience with the these this mission work that she had previously done and that 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 sort of became a common heartbeat though between the two of you that mm -hmm. was that yeah. was a, a a desire she had done all that work ahead of time and then you fit into that kind of uh that desire so well which you know being missionaries uh is a is a team sport for sure. For sure. Both 110% in or it, it's or not, it it's not going to work. Right. right? Sure. And, um, I think that's a real, you know, and I, back in the day, like I always, when I would, some of these, um, missions organizations, when you'd see like the assessments that people had to go through for like, you know, missionary readiness, so to speak. And I always used to think like, man, you're making it real hard on these people or whatever. Uh, but I've come to appreciate, the fact that a lot of the right questions have to get asked about particularly a couple's commitment mm -hmm. together yeah. being, being in, um, cause man, it can do, it can, it can absolutely it, yeah. derail the experience. Well, if, it can yeah, mess your marriage up or, yeah. you know, cause if you're trying to do this as a team and one's not on board or a hundred percent on board or whatever, yeah, that's going to yeah. mess that up. And that kind of validates for when I said earlier about, um, she was just on fire for the Lord as I was, mm -hmm. you know, and with me having the Amish background, I mean, Amish people in general don't have the outreach mindset that a lot of sure. the Anabaptists, like right. not even Anabaptists, just anybody in general, um, right. a churchgoer. It, the, I guess more of the evangelical stream of Correct. outreach and evangelism and yes. that sort of thing. Yes. Right. And so for me, it made it, it made the transition a little bit easier. Um, 
because for one, I, I always looked, my viewpoint on being a missionary was physically building churches, houses, whatever that might be out right. in the jungle, out in the bush. You know, right. I, I didn't know. I had no idea growing up, you know. And so when back in the day, I used to be a little adrenaline junkie and <laughs> go skydiving and all that stuff. But yeah, um, so we had uh, there was about 13 or 14 of us that had gone up to the upper UP for a snowmobile trip. We had eight sleds, and um, I ended up being that guy that totally annihilated his sled. I thought I knew where I was at. We were going, I don't know, maybe 70, 80, 90 mile an hour. And you just kind of keep your eye on the front of that in, that brake light in front of you. And I thought I knew where I was at, and uh, I seen them going over the hill. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get some air. So I like slowed down a bit and ended up standing my sled up and just kind of going over yeah. the, the edge. And from the time that the tracks of where I left the cliff – till I landed, um, it was over about 200 feet. Oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> man, <laughs> that's brutal. a ways. Yeah. yeah. Brutal. Yeah. So, um, with that, um, came a lot of lower back issues, a mm-hmm. lot of just uh, downtime. And so I completely ruled myself out when I heard missionaries. Cause I was like, I, I can't, you know, build something that requires a lot of physical strength. Cause I didn't have that. And yeah. so, um, when I met Andrea and through that whole life transition of coming to Christ and actually knowing or finding out more of what missionary life is all about. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually building a church. You know, it's more about relationships and connecting with people and bringing them to Christ. And, you know, I was like, Oh, well, I can do that, you know? And, uh, so that, that played out very well. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to thank the Lord for your terrible snowmobile accident, but there you go. Uh, there, you know, and by the way, so my dad grew up in northern Michigan. He's got so many terrible snowmobile accent stories. Like, yeah, dude lost his head, just chopped it right off. Like, things like that. <laughs> things so, that you don't ever want to hear. So when you started telling the story, I'm like, I just, I'm mad, automatically was like, this is not going to end well. <laughs> but we know he didn't Yeah, like, lose his head. head. I sit here with my head. Yeah. You're <laughs> here, and we're so glad that you have all your parts. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, let's talk a little bit, you know, we had mentioned a little bit in the beginning that you're a new father. Uh, you just recently had your daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's, let's talk a little bit about that. You know, being a dad, did you have, uh, anticipation on that? Well, let first say you were in Jamaica, you started serving yeah. in Jamaica, you and Andrea moved over there, uh, got pregnant and then, and had, had this baby. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. So, um, back in October of 2017, um, we got the strong calling or we felt the strong calling of going down there and we ended up doing something that I would never in a million years have thought was going to happen. We ended up selling everything that we had and including my house that I've had for 10 plus years and including and your drone too. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I mean, I'm a drone Thank guy. We connected yep. on this Thank drone level. So Thank you. Sold the quad, yes. sold the, sold the toys. Yeah. Yep. So I actually had two of them at that time that I sold. So. Yeah, so I sold my house. Um, the realtor came out, and um, we finalized on a price, or we confirmed the price, and she was like, well, it'll take anywhere between 30 to 45 days to sell. And so we kind of like, okay, we can gauge that, so let's put it on the market at this chosen date so we have this amount of time that we can allotted for, you know. Well, the house sold in five and a half days. That'll so do that, her. It's incredible, yeah. So we actually <laughs> ended up having to rent, uh, rent a house before we moved down, which was, uh, it was... It was chaotic to say the least. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so we ended up moving down to uh, Jamaica on March 27th of 17. And uh, so, or 
March 27th of 18, sorry, of 18. 18. Okay. Yeah. And so we've been down there and um, truly love it. Um, and, you know, and a lot of people, they hear about Jamaica and they think of all the luxurious cruise ships and the resorts and all the, you know, all the luxuries of Jamaica. Yeah. And granted, it, it does have that, but um, that's on the resorts and along the seaside. But once you get further inland, you can actually see Jamaica for what it really is. And yep. it's, it's a sad country. You know, it's, uh, it's a beautiful country, but... Um, there's a lot of poverty down there and a lot of people who um, just need that light of Jesus down there and being able to be in that position where we can be that light to those um, is very fulfilling, you know, and I've had a friend of mine who um, asked me if like what I want to do when I, like after I get done serving and, you know, I, I told him I can't envision myself coming back working a nine to five, you know, and maybe that'll happen. I don't know, but um, I, I definitely don't see that as being as fulfilling as what we're doing now. Yeah. The, just from my own personal experience of spending time with you down there, the the relation, the complexity of the relational development and how you're always, uh, Joe is always networking with people, even <laughs> when you don't know he's networking, he's networking with people because <laughs> because relationships matter and in in Jamaica relationship is first. Mm-hmm. Like uh, apart from any anything you need done or any whatever. I mean, that just became super, super clear. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, people, 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 and you know, their times, and this is true in many other parts of the world. Their time schedule is not our <laughs> Western United States time not schedule at all, not at all. And so, you know, you talk about Jamaica time, uh, you know, frequently. Um, but that's what the, the sort of the skill set and the gifting necessary to do that is is one that doesn't fit, I think, a lot of traditional boxes when you're thinking in terms of a nine-to-five job. I go in, mm-hmm. I do this, 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 and this. Because sometimes it's like you had a plan to do this and this, but none of that is going to work out today. And now it's this and this. And yeah. we got to go from here to here, and we got to do it now. And, mm-hmm. you know, and everything is uh, – or that delivery was supposed to go here, but it's actually here <laughs> now and the vice versa. And, well, you know, and you were even stuff. talking about that. I was talking to you Sunday, and you said, you know, we didn't get everything done because we couldn't get the yellow paint we needed because yeah, we just could not get the paint. The yellow yeah. slicker. Couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we, they do have true value down there. Let me just tell you, it's a different experience. <laughs> I bet. You <laughs> – like, it just – like it just makes me and, and here's I'm honestly I've been processing this um, the beauty of number one being a minority in a place yeah. uh, and all of in my value system or my expectations just being offended and when I say offended not in like a negative way but just like nothing goes as I think it should go well, right if you, if you have a if you go down to the hardware and you wanted to buy two gallons of paint, three paint brushes, and maybe a paint pan. Right. And it takes you 50 minutes. Um, that's it's welcome, been a good day. Well, it's been a good day. <laughs> it's been a good day. <laughs> right. Right. And ain't nobody going to speed you along. Nope. Like you're on. The, you're and on, if you complain, they'll just make it take longer. That's exactly <laughs> right. They'll look at you like, what's your problem, dude? I'm working as fast <laughs> as I can. Um, and like it, just to have all your expectations just sort of like confronted in a really in a really good way and then just ask at the end of the day ask the question like well why do i have those expectations it's just because they're 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 just that's all they are they're my expectations right and and just to get like you begin over time you start getting out of the way yourself a little bit Mm -hmm. and and you're like you know um this is this is the way it is and that's okay um but yeah i just i just think what i from what i have seen of you and let's just be clear um joe's 
Amish get her done mentality <laughs> has not that has not left him. Um, he 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 himself, which I think is a, a beautiful uh, it's a beautiful tension of your ministry in Jamaica, but like you got a list, you got a list of things that you're trying to crank out, and it's like yeah. da da da. And if we can't get this done, then let's get on to the next thing. Like you know, yeah. we're gonna we're, and that's um is it's both inspiring and exhausting watching this guy do uh, <laughs> what he does. Um, but yeah, I just, I think about now though, in light of, I mean, you've been down there for over a year. Mm-hmm. You're, it seems like you kind of get your feet underneath of you. I mean, there, there's some traction that you're gaining. Mm-hmm. Um, the ministry is growing tremendously, tremendously. And we want to yes. talk more about the growth areas because yes. that's super exciting. I yeah. want everyone that listens to the show to know about yeah. what is going on at JRM and the next yep. steps. Cause we we were able to tour uh, the new the new stuff that's going on and to see that and like oh if people could catch the vision and just see uh, <laughs> like man I'm I don't have words for uh, what's beautiful. what's next it's beautiful absolutely that's awesome um but you're down there you've been there and now here comes baby mm-hmm. and you and Andrew came back for a time to have. Uh, Mariah, who is how old now? She was born on uh, uh, a... <laughs> <laughs> we caught you, Joe. Yeah. We caught you. Yeah, there we go. April 23rd. April 23rd. Of this year. So. so just a few months. Um, and now, literally, tomorrow morning, you guys are headed back down to Jamaica with your back new baby. Back on a plane. Back on a plane. For myself, it'll be the third, fourth, fifth time this month of June Man. that I've been. I, I have flown Joe, Joe back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm responsible for at least two, two back and forth yeah. on, on well, that. But, you yeah. know, and I know like even as a dad, like here in the States where, you know, you grew up and you have this like knowledge of how things are supposed to work. I know as a first time dad, I was super scared, you know, because there's a whole new life that you're responsible for. Amen. But now, you know, you've had your daughter here for uh, just a few months, but now you're getting ready to take her to a whole new country that she's never been in. You've never been in with the baby with a baby. Cause you, even in the past, yeah. you've just had you and Andrea mm-hmm. that you're responsible for. So tell us a little bit. About, is there fears? Is there like oh. anxiousness? Like, tell me what's going through Joe's head right now. Be oh honest. My. Be honest. Okay. Well, I think as a society here in Northern Indiana, especially in the Midwest, I would say as in the Midwest, um, we've kind of gotten away a little bit from a relationship-based society and are more task-oriented, sure. meaning that if you have a set of tasks that you want done in that day, you like my brain, like because I was born and raised in the RV world, in the RV industry. Right. So in my brain, like you, you line up your tasks of the day and you try to figure out how you can get them done the quickest so you can move on to the next task. Down there in Jamaica is exactly the opposite. They would rather enhance your friendship. Who cares if the job takes all day? And I think, you know, Jesus came down here on earth for relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah. loved us. And so it's a good reminder um, that, or it's a good thing that we were down there for the length of time before Mariah was born because it made Andrew and I realize that it's not, a, it, it's not, um, the houses that we built down there for those people, like, yes, they, um, they're relevant, but at the same sense, it's almost irrelevant if you don't, I mean, we're down there to build relationships. And so it grew us closer. Uh, Andrea and I did. Um, so knowing that we're both serving the Lord, um, it almost gives us more of a peace that when we're not together, 
Um, and now, are there fears and are there anxiety levels? <laughs> I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, leaving leaving your um, newborn with your wife for seven days, coming back for um, a total of five days, and then leaving again for eight days. I mean, absolutely, that was, that was stressful um, to say the least. But I'm sure it was hard on your relationship as a husband and wife too. Ab- absolutely, was. Um, technology definitely um, plays a big role in that as well. So FaceTime. Um, mm-hmm. We did this new Google Duo thing, so I'm I'm old school, so a lot of this stuff is like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I so, know. <laughs> um, but yeah, some of that stuff um, is nice to have. Um, so yeah, and but but most definitely stressful um, anxiety levels to reach kind of a peak, and you know you kind of get to the point where um, life is kind of coming at you at a blur almost, and uh, you just kind of more rely on God to uh, to kind of just leave it, turn it over into his hands. And, you know, he's, he's got your back and he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And even though we might not be able to see the big picture now or nor can we understand why, um, all this stuff is happening all at once. And there's the timing of a lot of things. Um, we can control timing to an extent, but, uh, just knowing that he's got, he's got the whole world in his hands kind of, so to speak. Would, yeah. Yeah. So Joe, uh, being down at Jamaica Relief Ministries and um, just the growth that is happening there. Number one, a big celebration. You guys just had a fundraising banquet here in Northern Indiana. Uh, Joe, your initial high hope for uh, money raised was was how much again? Remind me. I had a goal set for, uh, this was just a personal goal for 40,000. Yep, Joe, and then please tell me how much you raised. Let's just say that we reached my goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You far surpassed <laughs> your goal. Okay, we'll say that. Okay, we they they blew the goal out of the water um, because, and here's why: people believe in this ministry. They do. Um, we the, there is just such evidence, and I think, and this is the other part in missions work that we don't talk about much is you guys have really effectively communicated. There's there's concrete um, communication behind what is being done mm-hmm. with with the money and the vision for those resources that you're developing of uh, uh, what how that's going to reach people and how that's going to expand your capacity to minister to Montego Bay and the surrounding area. Absolutely. And that that's just a testament to your guys' organization, it's a testament to your leadership because I can I can sit down with Joe as we have and say, "Okay, what are you guys doing?" and it's here it is, here's the layout and it's it's just very very clear. And and when you get that level of clarity, people and people know what they're giving to. Mm-hmm. Um it's just a lot easier to give, quite it honestly. Is. Yeah. And I think also that contributes a little bit to, um, you know, if I, um, all it is is awareness. All you're doing is creating awareness for people. Um, but my mind is very simple. So I only had an eighth grade education. So if you talk to me, don't talk in like 11 <laughs> letter words and yeah. all that stuff. Like Multi-syllables. Just, just, yeah, exactly. So like the word perpendicular is just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, so very simplistic. So if you keep something simple and you're able to relay it in a way that, um, that they feel that they know where your heart is at. And if you share your heart in a way that they understand where you're coming from and where you want to go, um, it's, you don't have to sell anything. I mean, it's just, you're just sharing your heart and people, if you're genuine and you're authentic, like people can sense that. And I feel that with the leadership that we have with Jamaica relief ministries, that is, that is definitely um, totally agreed. Yeah. And we, I mean, 
So over the past, uh, since beginning in October, Clinton Frame has sent now three groups down there and Mm -hmm. have had just phenomenal experiences. Our goal is to continue to send people on on as regular basis as we, I mean, as as quickly as we can fill teams and get them prepped and ready to go. And that's, that's what we want to see. Clinton Frame has hugely, hugely supported us. Yeah, um, we've been very blessed by by what Clinton Frame has done for yeah, us. Yeah, I'm. I just, I love our. I just a brag on our people. I love our our community's heart for missions and heart for what's going on at JRM. It's a beautiful thing. Um, but I want I want more people to know about it. I want more people to be able to engage. And so, Joe, you know, you guys are you guys got some beautiful opportunities and expansion of the ministry going on. What's next for JRM? Well, there. Um, huh, what's next for JRM? Um, I would the uh, the ministry obviously is growing tremendously. So what started out with us um, back in two thousand one, we provided staff for um, Blossom Gardens, which is a childcare or or like an orphanage down in Jamaica. Um, and from there, we uh, became ourselves a children's home, and currently we um, have thirteen children in our care. And so now we are still providing staff for Blossom Gardens while doing child care. And, and on JRM's facility, that's from age zero to eight, correct? Zero to eight. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, we have a, f- we've got multiple programs that people can participate in. Uh, one of those programs that is exploding like through the roof is our family reintegrations program. Mm-hmm. You know, with us, we have a children's home. We have 13 children in our care and, but that's the max that we're licensed for. Yeah. And granted, we give everything that we can to those children and we love on them. We, we do everything that we can to provide them a good Christian atmosphere, but we're maxed out at 13. And so if we can keep a family of three or a family of four, or even a family of one together uh, or like with one child together, um, we can reach more effectively and more deeper in the local community. So we've had um, numerous churches, families, um, men's work teams. Uh, we've had um, random dudes just say, Hey, can we come down with like three or four of our bros and just build a house? And you know, that's kind of what it's all about. You know, they come down there, we've got three or four work days. We build them a house. We've got a day off where we can go out, relax on the beach, go cliff jumping down in the water. I mean, whatever, whatever it may be that you guys want to do, but, um, we, we just have fun doing what we do. And so that's kind of the area where we're severely exploding is our family reintegrations program. And, and, and just to be clear, other with, with apart from, this integration program where you're you're providing sustainable housing for a family that if they didn't have that the family could not live together yeah so there's i mean there's multiple um avenues of where why we build houses Mm -hmm. for people some of the so we work very closely with the cpfsa which is the jamaican government uh, or a government agency and so sometimes the family um if we don't build them in addition to their house or an entirely new house um, the family will get put into state care just okay. because of unsuitable, unsuitable living conditions. Gotcha. And so sometimes we can help them out in that way. Other times, like we recently built a home for a family who, um, they had four children. Um, the oldest was the age 14. The youngest was age seven. Um, and they have never in their life eaten with any type of silverware, meaning a spoon, fork, or a knife. Didn't even know what it was. Uh, they ate off of banana leaves and using their hands. Mm-hmm. And, you know, growing up in that type of environment and having us come in and bless them with a the house is something that, you know, through, through building projects, you know, for a fact, they're not going to be able to pay you back. Right. And just going in with like with us knowing that, I mean, that's very fulfilling, very rewarding. And, 
you're you're able to sleep at night knowing that you get a you did a good thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. And that's you know you gosh the thing about partnering with JRM is that we are that in doing so and coming in and teams going that you are partnering with it's not a one and done situation but you're partnering with a, a sustainable ministry that mm-hmm. continues to develop and build relationships in the community and that's that's a force of good um caring for families yes and and, and that's because that's for uh, on my part i mean that's the thing i want to know as someone who's leading a mission trip or whatever is okay are we gonna because this is the horror stories that i hear just not to bash on missions trips or whatever but <laughs> it's like hey we're gonna go down and paint this uh paint this schoolhouse that was painted by a previous group two weeks before <laughs> you know whereas you're not just do like it's very clear we're not just doing busy work down there. Yeah. We are investing in people and, and what you guys are doing are, is creating a, a, a sustainable channel for mm-hmm. groups to come in and continue that investment. But yes. once once we go away, JRM is still there. Right, exactly. And your, the relationships in the community is still there. Yes. Well, and what I think is really cool too is now that you have brought your daughter into this world, you're bringing her into the the world of missions and, and JRM and she's going to grow up mm-hmm. and she's going to have this idea of just what it means to love other people and to love yeah. others and, and do love. Like she's going to yeah. be there. She's going to experience all of this and, and get to be uh, not only experience that, but also just herself like be a, quote unquote a missionary too. Like she's going to be there and be friends with these children too. Yeah. And I'm a, you know, I want to provide uh, my daughter with stuff that we weren't exposed to early on in childhood and just being able to, to have her surrounded in that environment just definitely warms my heart for sure. So, yeah, it's it's definitely um, overwhelming when you just stop and think at think about it. Um, but it's something that y- you know you can't stop and think about. It. You have to you have to continue right. doing doing the Lord's work and just kind of just keep on going. Yeah, I, I I'm excited for Mariah, um, which be, is my daughter. By yes, the way. thank you. <laughs> yes, uh, I think. I mean, I just can't. I mean, it's hard to imagine growing up in, yeah, just what her life experience will be like, and what she's, in, what she encounters, and it, you know, it's just such a that's a, such a cool that's a, such a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I I do wonder. Um, well, as you know, you guys are are there right now, and. As, as comfortable as you feel talking about this, like how do you guys discern your future in ministry with JRM? And like, like, is that a regular conversation? Like every year do you come back and say, is this, is this still the the place for us? Is this still the call for us? Like how have you and Andrea kind of decided, like what's the conversation look like in terms of, um, because I think there are seasons, there are seasons in life that change, Absolutely. right? You were, Absolutely. you were in one season and now you are in another and, and that could again change. How, what does the conversation look like between the two of you? Yeah. I mean, we, we all have seasons and you know, we have seasons as a couple and we also have seasons as individuals, you know, sometimes, um, when Andrea might not necessarily be going, might not necessarily be going through a good season. Um, it might be the time that I'll be going through a better season and vice versa, you know? Yep. So, I mean, we all have ups and downs, but being there together uh, for each other um, definitely has helped us um, tremendously. And, you know, knowing how long we're going to stay down there, I mean, that's all kind of, I mean, we're just kind of trying to be as obedient as we can to the yeah. Lord's calling on our lives. And, you know, I, I fully trust and believe that if if he doesn't want us down there, then 
obviously the doors are going to close. Um, so we're just trying to be obedient for that. And, you know, we ask for people to pray into that as well to help us be, um, discerning his will for our lives. Seems like the doors are wide open right now. (laughs) Yes, they are. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, they are. Um, so the other thing is, and you know what, Andy, I'm thinking about this on our show notes. We got, I've got some photos that we could probably put up on there. Awesome. Yeah, well, let's do that. Just to, to kind of show so, some of the things. But Dudesanddadspodcast.com is where you'll find our show notes for this, well, in all of our episodes. So you'll, yeah. you can check out those photos. Yeah, we got some, got some photos. Uh, you guys are undergoing a pretty, cons- which the reason I mentioned the banquet and just the success of that banquet and mm-hmm. the support is that those funds are going to a building project right now. Yes, yeah, a brand new building that we're putting on. Right so now. tell us about what's the vision for it, what's it for, okay. all that stuff. So what uh, our family reintegrations, like I said, is exploding. And um, in order for that to be successful, we have to um, have groups come down to help us build these building projects. And so sometimes these groups consist of five dudes just wanting to come down and build a house. Uh, other times it consists of a family, maybe of seven, maybe of family of three or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever that might look like. Right. Other times it's entire churches like Clinton Frame. 32. 32. Crazy. I uh, mean, we had people sleeping in the kitchen. We, <laughs> we, had- <laughs> we pushed. We pu- I'm super excited about what's going on there because the, we pushed their capacity the boundaries. limits. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. it, was, it was crazy. So we comfortably can sleep 10, maybe 15 people max. And we had twice that many people down there. So we... You're welcome, Joe. (laughs) You have seen the Lord at work. (laughs) Yes. So um, that just validates that we need to have more space, uh, more sleeping accommodations for larger work teams because we've had the people turned away. Um, We can't have people, like two groups at the same time there because we just don't have room. Mm -hmm. And so we are actually building a two-story building that will accommodate 45 plus people. Um, two dorms housing 20 each. Uh, we were envisioning a, a boys dorm and a girls dorm. Then we've got a couple master suites, a huge conference area, commercial kitchen, and, uh, just a lot of good stuff. And so we're building that at the moment. We're calling it the outreach center. Um, we envision, um, a multifunctional building, a multifaceted building where we can accommodate work teams. Uh, if we have an open weekend or a, uh, an open week or a couple of days, um, who's to say that we wouldn't be able to do like a men's ministry or a pastor's yeah. retreat, a church retreat, just, you know, outside of us housing groups. Yeah. So, exciting. So it's just, it's, yeah, the flexibility and, uh, you know, we walk through the, we walk through the facility and, and right now it is concrete and rebar, which we, <laughs> we, uh, we jokingly said while we were there that the, uh, the country's number one, uh, like their like national plant is rebar. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's sticking out of the ground everywhere. It's just but, everywhere. Yes, it is. Um, but that's currently under construction. You are roughly anticipating that facility would be done when I am hoping to be done by first quarter of next year. Yeah. 2020. Awesome. Yeah. So, so, and it just, it will be in terms of local Jamaica, it will be a state of the art facility. I yes, mean, it there's, the, it's just got to walk through it and to kind of, as Joe kind of laid it out and showed us what was what, um, it, it's going to serve a lot of different capacities and it's going to yeah. be a really, really, really cool thing. So, yep. um, so we will, um, on our show notes, we will have all the links to JRM ways that you can support JRM. Uh, you can, you know, uh, stalk uh, Joe and Andrea and the rest of the <laughs> JRM team uh, there and uh, just find out more about them. But um, 
we we definitely want to make sure that we have full access uh, just give people access to to know more about jamaica relief ministries and everything that they're doing well I, i think it's really cool that you know to look at your your whole life as a whole where you came from you know being the simple like Amish guy and, and now, you know, being multicultural and across the country, you know, different country and, and serving there. I think that's really cool. So we want to, you know, thank you for letting us see a little bit into your life um, and a little bit about what you and your wife are doing with this, you know, your new daughter. And and that's really cool. Thanks for coming on. I know that like, again, you guys are leaving tomorrow morning, (laughs) like as this episode drops, you'll be on the plane. So um, I, I think that's, that's really cool. But before we let you go, we have to do the one thing that we do with everybody. This is the highlight. Now it's time for the Dudes and Dads Pop Quiz. All right. So the pop quiz is here. Uh, So we've got, if you've never listened to the show, this is how this works. We have five-ish questions that we (laughs) randomly ask. They're different every time. And our guest does not know what they are. (laughs) So... Are you ready? Oh, Are you ready? I don't know. I don't know as ready, ready as you not. can be. As ready as I can right. be. I will kick this off, and Joel, you can add more if you want uh, to. I, I plan on it. All right. So <laughs> here's here's the very very first one. It's going to be an easy one for the first one. So all right, okay. What is your favorite food or restaurant or both? Like it can be a local and restaurant, local food. It can be Jamaican food. Yeah, let's like have them do a Jamaica. Both. A oh, ja- both. Yeah, yes. a Jamaica and a Goshen. Ooh. Oh, it has to this down to Goshen. Well, well or this area. Area, this area. area. Well, that's hands down Chick Fil A. Uh, oh, yeah. oh yes. He's a real Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I would say um, in Jamaica, I would have to go with Pier One. It's in Montego Bay. Okay, we went there. Delicious. Good, good food. I have to try. I hope to get out to Jamaica one day. So like with with a group. So I'm you better. Yeah, right. I will. I will. Yep. Uh, all right, Joe. Favorite song? Favorite song? Um, I would have to say um, I Raise a Hallelujah. Nice. Okay. Done. Yeah. All right. And the next one is going to be your favorite hobby. Favorite hobby? Uh, I like playing volleyball. Okay. Okay, Joe. You've got to catch me off guard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I know you. I don't think you have a pet right now, but if you could have a pet, what kind of pet would you have? A dog. Your dog people. Do you, how do you feel about cats, Joe? Um. Only 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 good cat is a flat cat. So, <laughs> Join the club, Joe. That's yes. how. I, that's how yes. I. Am. We're in, I was going to say this is a rated we're three, show. Right? We're <laughs> three or more. Yeah, he, he couldn't say how he really felt. Where three or more are gathered, uh, we agree that. Cats have no place yes. in the home. They there is nothing as good as a flat cat. Thank you. Right. So good. <laughs> and the last, unless Joel, you, do you have any more? We're going to keep on going. I got uh, a few more in there. All right. All right. So the, not the last one, but uh, where was your first date that you had with your wife? I mean, I believe you, you said that you were, were, were oh, you were, uh, when you first saw, oh, you were. I was on the tech team yes, at church. tech team. But where'd you go on the first date? On the very first date with my wife was actually um, at Hacienda bonus dude points there oh yeah favorite color joe favorite color is blue uh let's see here uh favorite board game favorite board game um favorite board game wow board game you know every dude's i was gonna say uh, if he says something like dutch blitz it's not gonna, <laughs> it's, 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 it's you not allowed no you as, I would, okay i, I no. got it. my favorite board game is uh cash flow cash flow cow 
I don't know that I know that one. Wow. Oh, you need to go. Going to have to go look. All right. Flow. It's a Dale Carnegie so, game. <laughs> Dale Carnegie. This is like a true entrepreneur's board game. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, let's see here. Joe, um, let's. Uh, oh, you know, we asked him favorite. We asked him. Uh, did we ask him favorite song? Uh, Joe, can you name your favorite love song? We did this to a previous guest, and it a favorite love song. Favorite long song, love song. Is there a song that maybe you and Andrea share together that you know <laughs> really just speaks to her? I mean, heart? we share a lot of songs, but uh, I don't know if there's a specific. Okay, uh, it's a good. I mean, it's better to not say anything at all than to name the wrong love song, <laughs> yeah, right? With your wife, well, so. I get a little bit dicey every time Andy asks where the first date was because I always pray every time that the. the that they get it right because I'm afraid that, would, that the guest is like going to blank and then it's going to be well see and that's kind of what I was with the board game because he asked about the favorite board game and I was like well it's the cash flow by Dale Carnegie but now I'm kind of thinking it's the Robert T- Kiyosaki board game it's the rich dad poor dad guy I don't know who that is <laughs> wow so man there's a whole new board game uh, element out there that I'm just... it's like if you guys like to play Monopoly yeah. it's like Monopoly oh, okay. times 20 oh but it's on your own life. It's, it's pretty cool. What it means is there's more opportunity for people to get really irate <laughs> during the game. True. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of a lot of Monopoly games go south. Well, hey, uh, Joe, I just want to congratulate you on successfully completing the Dudes and Dads Pop Quiz. Well thank done. You. Yes. Well, and again, we, we we do thank you for being on the on the show here, and we'll link to all of the things that we talked about, uh, so people can can see that and get get a hold of your your ministry uh, and just and and connect with you like that. So that completes this episode wow we've done it again guys thanks for hanging with us we wanted to say a big big thank you to joe miller and the whole crew at jrm you're good people we love you guys uh guys continue to send us emails dudes and dads podcast Podcast. at (laughs) gmail.com uh show ideas responses critiques and hate, we, no hate mail though no hate mail we are on instagram and facebook and twitter we are on twitter too oh wow and the youtubes and the youtube so so check it out there uh you can see youtube's great because you can see video of us doing this show yeah and let me just say we are even more amazing in, on video <laughs> i don't know about that so but. dynamic <laughs> hey guys we thank you so much for uh, listening until next time grace and peace